All right, Mark, kick off 2021 with that awesome countdown. In five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Greetings, citizens. You're now trapped in a nerd cage with your hosts, Mark and Jay. We hope you have a smashing good time. Scribe Productions, creator of Godzilla Apex, and on January 28th, I'm gonna collapse the cage on Jay and Mark. So be there. Bring it, Adam. We'll be ready. You're about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. It's 2021. Hello and welcome. That's right, you're trapped in Nerd Cage Live. This ain't just a reaction show, but a debate show and a live discussion on everything that makes people like you and I tick. So thank you for joining us tonight. Please hit that like button and subscribe. I'm your co-host, Jay St. G, certified geek, seven days a week, coming to you live from Syracuse, New York, and always with me, the warrior from Wakanda, the fiend from Louisville, my man, Mark Withers. Kick off 2021, my dude. Hey, what's going on, man? Super excited to be here as usual. And yes, I want to wish everybody out there a very happy new year. I know the past few days have been kind of crazy. Um, 2021 is off to an interesting start, but we're just going to have some fun here today. We're just going to talk about the things we love, movies, TV, geek culture, all that good stuff. So Jay, let's just right off the bat, you know, like what are some of the like things that you caught up on over the, over the break? Like, do you watch any cool movies? Did. Do you watch any cool TV shows? What's up? So I was lucky enough to be on vacation for a week and a half from my main job. It was wonderful. Stayed up late, slept in. Uh, I did play some video games. I was busy working on Zelda Age of Calamity. Uh, I didn't finish it, but I got really, really far. So that's a lot of fun. Pick that game up if you're a fan of Zelda and Dynasty Warriors. If you have a Switch, it's really good stuff. As for TV shows, Mark, I finally right. finished Lovecraft Country. What did you think? I loved it, but I felt like the end fell a little bit flat for me. The, the final right. episode. Okay. I mean, yeah. but other, but I enjoyed, but I did enjoy the journey. I really hope they do a season two. Yeah, yeah. I kind of, I kind of have a similar feeling about it. I think that some of the episodes are a little hit and miss, but overall, the story that they're telling is powerful. Mm -hmm. It's compelling. 
Um, I really, really like um, Jonathan Majors in that role, in yeah. the lead role. I just think he's killer. And uh, yeah, that's that's one of my top top shows of the Yo, year. Yo, check sure. out the chat, man. Off the Beaten Podcast is here. Dion, thank you for coming in. Betty Rage, uh, Fall One Gaming, our moderator. Always good to have you here, boss. And Big Jack Films from Canada. Toronto, Canada is wow. here. Shay Smithers awesome. is here. I mean, we got a we got a, we got a good crowd today. Um, Guys, thanks for hanging out. Yes, and Big Jack, Big Jack Film says he just started uh, Castlevania Season 3. I'm guessing he's talking about the animated show on Netflix. Yeah. I have not watched yeah. it. I, I'm sorry. Cobra Kai, Highly recommend that. Cobra Kai is next on my list. Highly recommend that as well, especially this season. It's like... You know, there's there's some things, and and I think that I've like mentioned a couple of things to you, like off camera and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like with the fight scenes are a little bit funny to me. Yeah. But but overall, like if you're a fan of the Karate Kid of like the original series, you're gonna love you're gonna love this series. This particular season, I'm really stoked about because they actually get into Crease's origin. Like, oh, like okay. they go back to like when he was like a teenager. I'm not giving you any spoilers. I'm just telling you what to look out for. You kind of figure out, you kind of like watching these episodes, you kind of learn a little bit about him mm-hmm. and you, you get to see like what made him that way. Like, yes. why did he become this no mercy guy? And so, yeah, like you're in for a treat, man. Okay. It's going to be awesome. Scotty Bannock is here. Thanks, thanks for coming in, bud. Um, as far as I didn't really watch a whole, I mean, I did watch a lot of movies, but movies I've seen already. I watched, I watched a lot of Christmas movies, you know, your Die Hard, mm-hmm. your Batman Returns, and right. obviously Wonder Woman 84, which I'm, if you guys haven't seen our reviews, please check those out. I absolutely had a field day watching it. Speaking of Wonder Woman 84, uh, shameless plug in on our own show here. Next, um, next week. We're having our second watch party, Wonder Woman 84 watch party, and we're going to be joined by Dion Miguel of Off the Beaten Podcast, as well as uh, famous voice actor Matthew Farden, who voices Nerd Cage Live here. We'll be watching it together, and we're gonna we're gonna break it down. We're gonna we're gonna be criticizing it. We're gonna we're gonna have fun watching it. Um, and I just want to say a reminder to everybody: please, if you want to watch it with us, great. Because guess what, Wonder Woman 84 the following week will be off HBO Max. So this. So this is your last chance to watch Perfect Wonder Woman time. 84 and get to watch get to watch it with your boys here. So p- please, oh please, check out the Wonder Woman 84 watch party next same time, same channel next Thursday at eight, and we're really gonna chop it up and just go at it. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Absolutely, man. I'm stoked for it. It's gonna be a genuine Nerd Cage Live assemble. All four of us are gonna be here. You know, it's always a great time to have Dion and Matt on with mm-hmm. us and watch uh you know movies that we love and and you know i know that we don't necessarily love or or even like certain movies a lot but this is going to be a fun watch to be able to like you know pick the movie apart you know like talk about the things that we did like yeah. about the movie talk about the things that we didn't you know what i mean and so and, and it'll be a fun thing to share with 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 you guys out there so you know please uh you know please do uh you know hang out with us yeah and not to mention we want to give people time to watch the movie because we're gonna be talking through the whole movie and we you know for those who haven't seen the movie i don't want to like you know that's the thing i want to give people time to like watch it and digest it now watch it with us and we can all talk and like you know you know i'd hate to do a watch party if no one's seen the movie yet and we're like you know spoil like not spoiling it but like you know talking over the movie and stuff and it's this is why we waited to do the 101-84 watch party, and it comes in perfect timing because, like I said, it's leaving HBO Max. Hey, Adam from Scry is here. Yo, yo, thanks for coming in. What's uh, up? Cat F is here. Thank you for coming in. 
we got a good, we got a strong, good crowd today. I just thought with us being off for like three weeks that it was gonna be dead. <laughs> People no, would you forget guys, about you guys us. Been waiting for us. <laughs> um, another thing I did during my uh, little break, and I'm using my platform to my advantage here. I am a diehard boxing fanatic, and I watched a few fights, but most notably over the weekend, uh, Ryan Garcia, lightweight, KO'd Luke Campbell from Britain with a deadly shot liver shot that dropped him in the seventh round and i went nuts because i'm a huge fan of ryan garcia i'm rooting really hard for this kid um I, you know me personally i've never been fan of the lightweight division but now with right. like ryan garcia javante tank davis uh devin haney uh vasily lomachenko now you got timo Fimo lopez out there but to me, Ryan Garcia is king of the lightweight division, and he's proven me right. And I got excited. I jumped out of my chair when he dropped Luke Campbell. It was an amazing sight to see, and I was, it was awesome to see this young kid, you know, taking boxing by storm, and he's got a huge following. It's exciting times to be a boxing fan right now, man. It really That's is. That's awesome. So shout yeah. out to Ryan Garcia. Congrats on your 21st victory. I, I hope you're living it up right now. We cannot wait. I cannot wait to watch your next fight. <laughs> off the beam podcast as i saw that liver shot terrible oh dude it was so like lightning fast dude he didn't see it coming now keep in mind garcia i'm sorry if i'm i know this is a nerd channel but i gotta say garcia got dropped in the second round and it was beautiful you know why because people make say hey hey he's a backstreet boy he's a pretty boy no this kid is an animal he got up he beat the count got up Got, got his composure, and then he delivered a, 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 a devastating liver shot. And I'm just glad he was able to overcome and prove that this kid's an animal. He's a fighter. He belongs in boxing. It's, right on. I'm, I'm stoked for this kid. I really am. Good deal. <sighs> so, Mark, tell me about the other TV, TV shows and movies and stuff that you watched during our break. Oh, man. So, so yeah. So, like I was saying, I, I did watch, I binged uh, season three of Cobra Kai. I had to devour that because I've been a fan of that show ever since it was on YouTube. Um, uh, Cindy and I found this show on HBO Max called Raised by Wolves. I hear good things. Amazing show. Like, like uh, you know, I, I had not, I'd kind of heard a few things about it, but I didn't really know what it was about. I certainly didn't know that Ridley Scott was attached to the project and that just knowing that just made it automatically. I got to watch that. Um, but, but yeah, like everything about that, that show is incredible. Like the cast is, is really powerful and compelling. Um, the visuals are stunning, a great story. I mean, I don't want to, it's hard to like talk about it without giving spoilers. So I yeah, won't do yeah, that. No, I hear I'll just say, you, and a lot, a you have other HBO people. Max, you got to check it out. Yeah. You and a lot of people, other people were talking about that show. Hey, Alina Jett is here. Paul Tackett is here. And <laughs> Alina Jett <laughs> says, Ryan Garcia is an animal, but he's also a pretty boy. <laughs> no, 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 it's true. Though. Like he's got a huge, a lot of women like this kid. So he's, right. like, he's like young Oscar De La Hoya. If you, you know, gotcha. you remember that, that era. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Raised by Wolves. I'm gonna, but I need to watch Cobra Kai first. Raised by Wolves will probably be next on my list. That's just there's so many good shows that are coming out. Speaking of shows, The Boys season three started production today. If, if I'm reading my sources right, The Boys season three is in production right now. 
that is good to hear yes. you know in the in the current environment you mm -hmm. never know you know like when a production is going to be halted when it's going to be shut down it's nice to know that the wheels are turning for the boys we you know i think collectively that's probably our favorite show and yep. so and so, yeah, like that, that puts it one step closer to us being able to watch it. Hopefully this coming year, they'll, they'll allow us to binge it yeah. <laughs> as opposed to like every week. But, you know, I, that's probably just. <laughs> I know they're going to like dingle it in front of us again. They'll probably do the of same course. thing to release the first three episodes and then do week to week. I, that's just yeah. my feeling here. Um, yeah. Shay Smithers says, I've always wondered how Donnie Yen would do in boxing. You know what? We did kind of wow. see that in uh, in was it Ip Man two, or was it Ip Man? Was 3? it two where he fought the the boxer? Yeah. Was it where, two or three? I can't remember. Someone, someone. Yeah. See, I get them all mixed up. I, yeah. yeah. I think it was two. I think it was two. Yeah, yeah. And I remember. And then Mike Tyson was in three, but in the second one he fought that that British boxer, right. and Sam Hunt right. was in it too, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think Donnie. Yeah, he's got. I mean, he's old now, but I'm just saying that he has fast hands. I think he could probably box. I mean, look at look at Bruce Lee. I mean, you talk to your friend there, uh, Dion, uh, not Dion, Dwight Woods. He will be the first yeah. to tell you that uh, G Kune Do took a lot from Muhammad Ali's style of boxing. So absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it took a lot from from Western Western boxing, and mm -hmm. so yeah, I mean, I, I would be interested to see like yeah, like a traditional like Chinese martial artist go up against a Western boxer. I don't think I've ever really seen that. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've I've seen martial artists and and boxers do exhibition matches. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, and boxers do exhibition like some, matches some, all the time. Some mixed like influence. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'd like to see like a like a like a Shaolin purist or like, you know, someone who's like just purely like Wing Chun. Yeah. Go up against, you know, like a like a traditional Western boxer. Shout out to Big Jack Films. He says, give Donnie Yen a lightsaber. Okay, I'm listen, <laughs> I'm not a Star Wars guy, but I'm assuming this is something to do that he was in Rogue. He was Rogue One, right? Yes. He played like yeah. some blind, He was the like best part of Rogue One to me. What's that? He was like a blind warrior or something, right? Right, yeah. But Sorry, he wasn't a Jedi. It, so. He wasn't a Jedi. Gotcha. But, but yeah, like yeah. But he was he was dope in that. Mark, so Mark, any other shows or movies you got uh, got to catch on our break? Man, how much time you got? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I yeah, that's you know, I'm always watching new stuff. Cindy and I are always like looking for new shows to watch, and sometimes we just find stuff on accident. I found a really good comedy show. A lot of people knew about it before I did. Yeah, the show called Kim's Convenience. It's a com uh, it's a Canadian um, comedy show, and. Uh, and it's just, it's really funny. It's about this guy who owns a convenience store and his family and just like the stuff that they get up to. Like clerks? Um, Is it it's anything kind like clerks? Of, it's not as like, I would say that, you know, like how how clerks has kind of a raunchier sense of humor. Yeah. This isn't that. It's cleaner humor, but it's funny and it's clever. You know what I mean? And I think the reason why I like it so much is because it like represents kind of world I want to live in. You know, it has like, it's basically like all the different ethnic groups are like represented equally. They like, they, if there's social issues, they address it without making it preachy. Yeah. Like it's, and it's funny. Like they, like it's just constantly funny. Like, so, you know, if you, it's on Netflix. So, you know, if you are interested in it, yeah. I, you know, each episode is like 20 minutes. Okay, so that's good to know. Yeah. Give it a shot. Okay, so we, we got a good number of people here, so I guess we'll get to the meat and potatoes of the show. So Mark and I, 
And it's amazing because I thought for sure we'd have some crossover. We didn't. So we have about 12, maybe more films we want to talk about coming out in 2021. So Mark, I want to give you the honor. So Mark has five picks of the most anticipated movies plus an honorable mention. I have five picks and an honorable mention. And uh, Mark, I would love for you to lead the way. So go ahead and give everybody your honorable mention for most anticipated movies of 2021. Okay, so <clears throat> actually I have quite a few honorable mentions, but I'm just going to give you the one mm -hmm. because if if I sat here and said like, oh man, I really want to see this, 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 and this, we'll be here all night. So yeah. my honorable mention is going to be Black Widow um, yep. because for no, if for no other reason, that is going to be the movie that sort of like helps to push the MCU forward, right? So, you know, we know that the reason why Falcon and Winter Soldier hasn't been released yet is because there's important information within Black Widow. And so I wanna see it mainly for that. Um, you know, of course, Scarlett Johansson and Florence Pugh, like in a movie together is gonna be great, both doing action. David Harbour's amazing. Yes, David Harbour. You know what I mean? And the villain is uh, Taskmaster, which is like one of my favorite villains from the comics. And so I, I think that it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a great movie. And even if it's not, at least we get the, we get the a push forward into the MCU and we'll get Falcon and Winter Soldier so, uh, shortly after that. So, so yeah, so I'm excited for that one. Million dollar what question. You... Does it go to theaters or does it go to straight to Disney plus? That is the million dollar question. I think that like, we were all kind of assuming after that HBO Max move that like, oh, well, Disney's gonna follow suit and Black Widow is gonna be on Disney Plus, right? But I think after the like the backlash <laughs> that mm -hmm. Warner Brothers received, if they were considering it, they're not considering it now. So um, I know that at uh, that investors at that investors, investors meeting, yeah. they said that they're that Black Widow is still gonna be a theatrical release. So I, also, the I hope it is because I'm, I'm trying my best. I, I don't have Disney plus. I don't mm -hmm. want, I don't want to sign up for just because it's just, just, I just have feelings towards it. So if it goes to a theater, I'll be happy to go see it in the theater. Right. I would prefer to see it in a the theater, but you know, at the yeah, same with time things, yeah. with the circumstances, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm fine with, you know, if they decide that they do want to go ahead and just use the streaming platform, I'd be all for it. Absolutely. You know, I, I just want to see it either way. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've seen people in the chat. They're they're fighting over Godzilla versus Kong, and it's it's downright hilarious between That's Scry awesome. and Adam, <laughs> who are bitter rivals on the, in the kaiju community when it comes to debating Kong and stuff. So I'm laughing pretty hard. Um, Mark, go ahead and give us your number five pick. Oh man, coming to America too. Yes. I've been waiting for this movie since 1988. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon Prime too. Right, right. You know what I mean? That's like the best part, you know? And everything that I've seen as far as the trailers has been, you know, has been great, has been hilarious. All of the old like nostalgic tropes are there, you know, pretty much, you know, all the best characters from the from the first film are there, except for Samuel L. Jackson, which I wish he was in that. 
yeah. they found a way to bring him back and be thrashed again, that'd be great. Um, but but yeah, I think it's gonna be hilarious. And, and like I said, I've been waiting 30 plus years for a sequel and I'm just really, really glad that we're getting it. Yeah, no, I'm consider me excited too. I mean, when they first announce it, here's the thing I, I'm, I'm happy about, okay? There was a time where Eddie, I'm not saying Eddie Murphy was washed up. I'm saying that there was a time where Eddie Murphy kind of got away he from had a what, kind of got him got away from what made him funny in the first place. Started right. doing the family comedies. He had a lot of box office bombs and now right. in recent years he's refound his footing. He's getting back to the like the real true Eddie Murphy comedy roots and now here we are a, a true Eddie Murphy comedy. Some a movie that not launched his career, but one of his biggest movies from the 80s, and I'm glad he's coming back to it. So I feel like we got the true Eddie Murphy back, and I'm excited, and I love it. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. You know what I mean? Not only do we get Eddie Murphy back, but we also get Arsenio Hall back, who took a long break from mm -hmm. acting yeah. to raise his kids. And so now that his kids are older, now he feels like more comfortable, step back into the limelight, and the timing couldn't be better. And so, you know, now we get those two back together, you know, Hakeem and Simi and 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 all of the barbershop characters yes! that they play. And, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just... I, 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 I love it when Eddie does multiple roles. I love it when he does multiple roles. <laughs> that's yeah, like that's like his greatest gift. And so so yeah, so like I said, man, I'm I am beyond stoked for it. And uh before we get to our next one, shout out to uh Brian from Monstrosity who just came in. Thank you for stopping in, man. Appreciate it. Uh Scotty Bannock says I hope uh this helps Eddie Eddie Murphy to get to do a golden child part two. I'm oh, all for yeah. that as well. <laughs> I want the knife. <laughs> <laughs> so Mark Give us number three on your list. Okay, I'm gonna go with Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings. And, you know, the reason why I picked that is because, you know, as you know, I'm a huge martial arts fan. Um, Shang-Chi was, it, while it's not like the most popular comic right now, it was a big comic like in the late 70s, early 80s, right around the time when I was starting to read comics. And so, um, you and know, martial it, arts was big at that time too. Bruce Lee, I mean, right, know, right, right, because away, of the but, because yeah. of the wuxia phase, mm -hmm. uh, the you know the wuxia trend, and and uh, you know Bruce Lee's death and everything like that. You know, there there was a huge surge in martial arts in general. Yeah. Um, and so and so to have that character be a part of the Marvel universe, and to have you know, and, and to have him now come into the MCU is exciting to me. Yeah. And you know, you have Simu Liu from Kim's Convenience, which I just mentioned. Uh, he's going to be playing Shang Chi. I had my doubts about him, but then recently I saw a video of him doing like basically. It wasn't sparring, but they were doing like fight choreography. It was like him and two of his friends. The guy's legit. Like yeah. the guy can really fight. Now, isn't so, Michelle Yeoh in it too? Michelle Yeoh is also in it too. Oh, yes. So, I mean, Glad she's we, back, we're gonna back. see. Yeah, we're gonna see some. We're gonna see some good action in this one. I can't I, wait. I have no doubt about it. It's it's gonna be great. So yeah. So that's that's taking my number four spot. Yeah. This is. This, I almost want to put this as an honorable mention for me, but I'm excited. Among all, listen. Among all the Marvel movies coming out this year, Shang Chi is the one I'm excited about because this is basically the Marvel Mortal Kombat, and I'm I'm all for it. I really cannot yeah. wait. That's a good way to look at it. I, I never even thought about that. Now, of course, it's not going to have any like crazy yes. fatalities like Mortal yeah, Kombat. Yeah, but, but the story but, and the martial arts setting—it's it's, right, it's got Mortal absolutely. Kombat written all over it. So I'm I'm really, right. I'm all here for it. So uh, 
Mark, go ahead and give us our, your next one. A Quiet Place 2. Yup. When I saw A Quiet Place 1, it blew me away. They completely blew me away. Mm -hmm. Like, I had no idea that uh, John Krasinski, the dude from The Office. Yeah. You know what I mean? Could 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 uh, could put together something like this with his wife, Emily Blunt, mm -hmm. and you know, create such a level of intensity and suspense with virtually no words in the whole thing. Yeah, you know, the the way that they used silence throughout that whole thing was just incredible to me. And the story behind all of that stuff, like it, it was just like, it, it was so captivating. And the trailers that I'm seeing for part two, like like that clip, I don't know if, if anybody out there has not seen the trailer, but, the, but basically they show the beginning of yeah. everything. Like they show like what it was like before, mm -hmm. you know, those creatures came and so, and so yeah, so I'm I'm stoked to see this movie. I, I've been waiting pretty much a year. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like when was it supposed to? It was supposed to come out March. originally March. in March. Fun right? fact: so we're almost at the at the one year mark. Yeah, the so. first movie was filmed in Little Falls, New York, which is about thirty minutes from where I live. Really? Mm -hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, Little Falls, New York, small town, middle nowhere, uh, about about an hour from Syracuse. It's just east of uh, Utica, New York. Um, okay. Like I said, small dinky town. Fun fact: that's that's where I got my dog, a breeder in Little Falls, New York. But yes, they oh. filmed the first Quiet Place at there the at that town. That's cool. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Right and on. I want to just give a shout out to another horror movie I'm excited for, even though I have a little bit of skepticism, is Halloween Kills. I hope oh, Halloween. I, I hope Halloween Kills is good, but I. Ugh. So, so, there's something in the back of my mind telling me that they're they're gonna screw up the franchise again. I don't know. But yeah, we got we got a plethora of good horror movies coming out here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right, I also want to see this isn't this isn't my this isn't on my list, but I yeah. also want to see like the sequel to Don't Breathe. I I, I love yeah. that movie. Have yeah, they're that? filming that right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm stoked for that one. And Mark, uh, your number two pick. Number two pick is gonna be the Eternals. I have a lot of comic book stuff on here. I don't know if you noticed, but, mm -hmm. but yeah, hey, it's like, Cage, you know, man. this is what, we, this is what absolutely, is. absolutely. You know, and, and I, I, you know, not only am I a big fan of the MCU, but Angelina Jolie is in this man. Mm -hmm. She doesn't do bad stuff. You know what I mean? Like, and, and just, she's one of those actresses that like, if she's in it, like it automatically elevates it, yeah. you know? So, you know, having her in it, having Kit Harrington play the Black Knight, you know, it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be exciting. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely uh, interested in that one. Really looking forward to that. One. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had to get an ensemble cast because I mean, the Eternals, I mean, it's not really like the biggest Marvel property and, but I'm all for it because here, here's the thing, Mark, I'm personally like, I'm okay. like. I feel like, you know, Iron Man, Captain America, and all of them, their story has been told. I'm ready to move on with new characters in the MCU. Right. So, you know, like I said, the Eternals, I'm definitely, like, you know, will, you know, going to go check out. You know, I'd like to see I'd hope to see it in the movie theater, um, you know, pending everything that's going on right now. But, yeah, like I said, I, I put these characters in the past. I'm ready to move forward with the MCU with new characters moving forward. So, I'm yeah. we'll see how this Eternals co comes out. So, your number one pick, the, who, the, the, making a lot of waves in the news and stuff. 
Uh, go ahead, your number one pick. I'm sure that most people out here know what I'm gonna say for real. Like, Denis Villeneuve's Dune. Like, if if any movie should be coming out in a theater for you to watch, it should be that one. Like, you know, and only a guy like uh, Denis Villeneuve, I think, right now can do a movie like this. And that's it's daunting, on this a very daunting brand. task. <laughs> yeah, super daunting task, you know what I mean? Like, and, and just everything that I've seen so far, you know, looks amazing in that movie. I mean, you've got an all-star cast with it. You've got, um, you know, great, grand, epic, you know, uh, visuals to go along with it. And that director, which of course gave us Blade Runner, um, the last Blade Runner movie, mm-hmm. which was visually incredible. I've not seen um, it yet. Yeah, I will. yeah, it's, I, th- I think you'll really dig it. But, but yeah, like that is, every time that they have like made some kind of announcement about like whether or not it's staying on its date or moving or doing this or doing that, like I've always like been on pins and needles about it because I've just been waiting a really long time to see it. So, so yeah, so that's my number one. So okay. let's get into yours. Before we do, let's get to some of these chats here. Paul Tackett, Zombieland was a great movie too. Uh, Zombieland 2 was a great movie too, but it was 10 years uh, too long. Scribe Production right. says that's the one I want to see too. I think he's referring to uh, The Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Off the Beaten says, uh, I feel like I've seen this movie, but not exactly sure. I have to rewatch it. Shay Smithers says, I'd love to see. Ooh, here's a good comment. I'd love to see John Krasinski and Emily Blunt get casted for Mr. Incredible and Invisible Woman Fantastic Four in MCU. I'm a hundred, I'm a hundred percent agree with you, uh, Shay. Uh, Zilla Punk, welcome to the chat. He says, What I miss? Well, you just missed Mark's picks, but welcome. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> uh, Kat says, I forgot the Eternals was coming out. Paul Tackett, Tomb Raider was so so. I can agree to that. Uh, the lovely Cindy Lou Withers is here. She says, Angelina's elevating things he said. Wink. Letting laugh. Wow. Brian laughed about that. Um, Paul says, Angelina was great in Dawn 60 Seconds. Yes. And Kat yep. says, agree with Jay. I, we want to see more uh, MCU characters moving forward. So, all oh. right. So, I guess uh, transition to my picks here. So. Uh, let me get my images ready here for you guys here. So my first honorable mention um, is going to be one that no one's talking about enough, in my opinion. Rocky Four Director's Cut. Yes, this is actually a thing. Okay, I am not, for those who don't Solid know, I'm pick. not making this up. Sylvester Stallone, for the past several months, have been working on a whole entire recut, redo of Rocky Four. And he wasn't BSing because on Twitter, he actually showed footage of the first, the fight between Creed and Drago. And he's showing footage where Creed gets dropped. He gets dropped in the fight and he's getting right. getting the 10 count. And I'm like, oh my God, Stallone's really doing this. And uh, I know this is going to break Mark's heart and it's broken a lot of people's hearts. It is confirmed that Stallone is taking, taking out the robot. Polly's robot. Uh. <laughs> Stallone's taking That's out Polly's robot. So this is here's the impression. Uh, we can we can definitely get into this. Okay. I think you know we've talked about this on the on all of our Rocky stuff. Is Rocky three and Rocky four is like the turning point where Rocky turned into an action movie, boxing action movie instead of a boxing right. drama. Right. I'm thinking that Stallone is trying to dramatize Rocky four a little more. 
trying to bring it back to mm-hmm. its origin and yes. make it give it more pathos. Yeah, like that that makes sense. And and it would uh it it would fall in line with like the current like Creed movies, mm-hmm. their tone and so and so yeah. And I have my criticism that, that of Rocky Four too, so I'm hoping that they explain a little more, especially the aftermath of Apollo's death. So right. I'm definitely really looking forward to see and I, I I'm excited. I mean, any Rocky movie, any Creed movie, I am there. So, yes, Rocky Four Director's Cut is coming. I'm assuming straight to video. Um, we don't know when, but I'm I'm confident it's going to be in 2021 because Stallone's been so, hard, at, hard at work at it this past year since the pandemic. So I started. have, like, a kind of, like, a dumb question, yeah. right? So um, I, I read, like, recently that Stallone, like, actually, like, regrets killing off um, Apollo in in uh rocky four okay so since this is the director's cut do you think there's a chance that they'll change the outcome and maybe maybe he lives or something like that i'm gonna say no but if he does (laughs) then we can just say that there's that the rocky franchise officially has its zelda ocarina in a time where it splits into two different timelines right right (laughs) alternate timeline yeah an alternate timeline um, if that were to happen, though, Mark, no, that's not a super cool. If that were to happen, I'm I'm all for it because I would love to see how Apollo would react to losing like that. Right. But I don't. Right. I just. I don't think so. I think. I think at the end of the day, I think we're just gonna get more drama inserted into this recut of Rocky Four. So. Right. I'm all for it. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, that's it. my honorable mention. Um. So, all right, everybody in the chat, because I know my kaiju people are here, and you've been waiting for this. So my number five, yes, it's number five, not my number one. My number five is Godzilla versus Kong. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would be higher on your list, to be honest. I really thought that would be like your number two or your number one. Uh, here's the thing. Um, I'm not going to give anything away, but I, or I know a lot about this movie more than I probably should. So I think it kind of killed my excitement just a little bit. And the fact that, the, all, that Warner Brothers has, has been really dragging their feet with this movie, it's been postponed several times, even before the pandemic. But at the end of the day, it's a Godzilla movie. It's the it's the pay-per-view v- mat re- rematch that I want to see. Uh, hashtag, I'm part of Team Kong. Yes, I'm for Team <laughs> Kong in this movie. I don't care. Big Jack, I'm with you. Team Kong all day. So, yes, Godzilla vs. Kong is number five. I will be watching it the moment it drops on HBO Max. I'm excited. Um, I hope it's better than King of the Monsters. I'm not saying King of the Monsters is a bad movie, but to me, King of the Monsters is kind of like a a middle-of-the-pack Godzilla film. I hope this movie is better, but knowing everything I know, I don't know. But maybe maybe when it's executed on screen... Maybe I'll be like, yes, and I'll be jumping around <laughs> like a five-year-old like I used to when every time Godzilla was on. So uh, it'll be, I'm, I'm all for it. So uh, <laughs> I see Paul attacking. <laughs> Godzilla versus Kong drama has me saying, meh. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So next, number four for Jay St. G's picks of 2021 movies at number four. I have Suicide Squad 2. James Gunn Suicide Squad. Now you're Squad. talking. Yeah. I'm Which with you on that one. Confirmed this week. Suicide Squad 2 is officially rated R. 
Not that I didn't know that, but it's good to know yeah. knowing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's James Gunn, so obviously, you know what I mean, he's going to pull out all the stops. I mean, I don't really care about the rating personally. I just want a good story, and I know that James Gunn's going to deliver with that. Um, I'm especially uh, excited to see some of these characters. Like, I really want to see Peacemaker in this. I think mm -hmm. John Cena is going to be hilarious. Yes. <laughs> and so, um, and of course, you know, the return of Harley Quinn, you know, like, you know, Margot Robbie has just been doing an amazing job. Even though I didn't like Birds of Prey, I liked her in that movie. Yeah. And so, and so, you know, I know she's going to bring it. I think it's going to be really good. Yeah, well, I, I got to disagree with you on one thing, Mark. I do care about the rating. You know why? Because when you have characters like King Shark in this movie and you want to see him, like, bite a man's head off or something crazy, <laughs> like, right. you got to make it radar. You got to bring all the guns, guts, and glory and vulgarity. Like, it's got to happen, especially with this cast. That is a symbol right. for this movie. I oh, I cannot wait. It's coming in August, and like, I'm all for it. Um, I cannot wait when this. We will do a watch party. Let me literally reiterate: we will do a Suicide Squad watch party. Absolutely. And I cannot wait to put bets down. Mark and I, and anybody else, Dion. Uh, if you go, if you guys want in on this, we should start putting bets down on who lives, who dies. Oh, we, okay. We can have fun with that. <laughs> Like yeah, maybe we before, the, maybe like a week before the movie drops, we'll 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 do a show and be like, all right, let's put, place our bets. Who's gonna live? Who's gonna die? And why? I think yeah. we, we we can have a lot of fun with this movie. I I really I think this movie's really gonna help you know help our channel and do a watch party. And I think everyone's gonna be excited for it. Spoiler discussions. I'm I'm all for. It. If you guys thought the Wonder Woman eighty four ride that we have going on so far, wait until this movie comes out because this movie yeah. is just gonna. I think this movie is gonna surpass Wonder Woman eighty four by far. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I mean, it's a low bar, but yeah. Yeah, we, I mean, we still got eight, um, well, seven months now, but you know, hopefully we'll get like another trailer or something soon. Um, again, really excited. Um, so next, number three, it's to no surprise to anybody, any anybody here, the Mortal Kombat reboot coming of in course. April. I thought that would be your number one, man. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. You see, I see. I'm, I'm making you all guess. Right. Full of surprises. So, number three is Mortal Kombat because we don't know anything about it. Other than the right. cast and who's playing who. We don't know anything. We haven't seen no trailer. We know it's coming in uh, in April. Shout out right. to Master Priscina because I'm sure we'll definitely have him on when this movie comes out. So, yes, uh, you can book that. We're going to do definitely with these, a lot of these HBO movies. We will do watch parties. And, again, Mortal Kombat is something near and dear to my heart. And I can't wait. I really hope it's good. I, 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 oh, because I will be, if it's bad, you're, I'm going to be the first, I'm going to be the first to say it. And I'll, I'll, I'm going to be very critical of this movie. I'm going in, listen, I'm going in with like a magnifying glass. Like I'm going to be <laughs> criticizing every nook and cranny. I, I've been a lifelong fan. I really hope this movie is good. So. Ooh. Yeah. So, Mark, what, what, what are your I think thoughts? I think it's definitely going to be better than Annihilation. So we can take some yes. sil some solace in in that. <laughs> so if you can sit through that movie, then you know it's going to be decent. Oh yeah, it's not even. I mean, listen, if it's bad, I mean, it's not going to be Annihilation bad. We'll, we'll just. Exactly. I'm just hoping that. I know what they're trying to do with this movie. They want to make a cinematic universe, like and and you, with Mortal with a property like Mortal Kombat, you kind of have to because there's so many right. characters from so many different backgrounds. So many realms. Like, I really hope this movie is good. And I hope that this movie they expand 
on characters and characters we, we wait, may not see, you know? Right. So, yeah, um, I mean, they have sampled, like, well-known international martial artists, including Louis Tan. So, you know, so at least Louis Tan, you know, gives me so, a bit of confidence going in. And James Wan is producing the movie. Uh, James Wan has a good background or back resume when it comes to, like, producing movies. I mean, look what he did with Aquaman, Saw, The Conjuring. Right. Fast and the, he revived Fast and the Furious. Yeah, he did. Um, Breathe new I life think into he's, that. I'm I'm excited that James Wan is involved in this. I mean, it's too bad he wasn't directing, but at least he's got his fingerprints on this movie. So that gives me some hope too. So Louis Tan and James Wan give me hopes for this Mortal Kombat reboot coming in April. Yeah. All yeah. right. I'm so excited for it too. Number two, we got Justice League Snyder Cut. Is my number two. All right, all right, all right. Listen, does that count as a movie though? Because it's a four-part. It's mm-hmm. going to be a four-episode series on HBO Max. So shouldn't that count as a show? Well, here's the thing though. They're gonna after the fourth episode comes out, there's going to be a four-hour cut. And okay. Warner Brothers yesterday just announced that it is coming on blue, like 4K Blu-ray, as a four-hour oh. movie. Okay. Yeah, I hadn't heard that. Okay, yeah, so but I guess yes, it is. It is, it is broken up into four parts, yes. But there's going to be a four-hour long cut, so. Cool. Yes. I mean, <laughs> we're, we are going to ride this movie hard. I know my, Mark's going to be ready with his magnifying glass on this movie. A- absolutely. Like, you know, what did, what did you dub me on, on, the, on the Home Alone series that we did? You said, like, the king of all nitpicks. So, <laughs> so I'm going to be looking at this probably with a fine tooth comb. I'm actually like really excited for it because um, I know that it's going to be a vastly different storyline than what Joss Whedon did when he kind of took over yeah. the project. We're going to get to see Zack Snyder's original vision. Um, you know, that could be really great. It could be really terrible, but I'm, I'm here for the ride. I'm actually excited to see exactly what changes take place and what that's going to mean for these characters yeah now keep so. in mind though i just want to say this right now i i'm not going to dog anybody who, who doesn't like Zack snyder's work but let me just say that be happy for Zack snyder that he got the opportunity to finish his movie that was originally his um and and i'm really excited that we're you know we're gonna get gal gadot back we're gonna get henry cable we're, and we're, ben affleck like everybody's in this so i'm glad we get to see these characters um it's just too bad we're getting all this, you know, Ray Fisher hoopla right now. But right. at least we get to see. And it'll be more interesting. I know they said, hey, Zack Snyder's done with this. This is one and done. But if this movie's good and it blows up, we'll see what happens. If you want my honest opinion, I think what's going to happen is if this is good, just my prediction, I have no proof speculating here. Right. If this is good, I think we get a Ben Affleck miniseries prequel. Right. Well, I, I, I really hope that that is the case. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I know that, that uh, Zach has kind of said that he's like ready to move on after this. Like he just kind of wanted to complete it. Yeah. He's got other projects. He's really busy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing that I really want to come out of this is I want a big win for Ben Affleck. He's my favorite Batman. Out Agreed. Of anybody that's ever played him. Yes. Even the movies that I have not liked uh, in the DCEU, where he's appeared, I've liked him in those movies. And so what I've heard about his original script and the plot for it and and story arc and the characters involved, 
super exciting, way more exciting than anything that I've seen out of the DCEU so far. Yeah. And so if he's allowed to bring that to fruition and he's willing to do that, I would love to see that even on the small screen. Yeah, so, I mean, basically, we're kind of getting, like I just mentioned before, we, we just have the Rocky Four director's cut. Is We're probably going to see, like, a split of the timelines. Right. And I'm okay with that because, you know what? Like, look at Star Trek. I right, mean, right. I mean, if Star Trek <laughs> could have two different, you know, series going, different movie universes going, DC can certainly do that, especially with the HBO Max platform. Right. Well, they've been doing it. I mean, if you if you really think about, like, when Hamada took over... You know, one of the first projects he did was Joker, right? So yeah. Joker is an Elseworld story, has nothing to do with the DCEU proper, you know, and, and you know, you have Joaquin Phoenix playing the role, you have Jared Leto playing the role, and people are not confused by that. You know, um, he's announced that there's going to be um, two cinematic universes that have two different Batman in it, yeah. you know, and... I, I don't think I don't hear any objections from anybody. You know, I've, all I hear is excitement. Well, we I think very well we could get three cool. different Batman because we could be getting you know Pattinson, Keaton, and Affleck. Right. I mean, depend, I mean, I know they said Affleck's gonna. They confirm Affleck's gonna be like his. That the Flash yeah, this is, is supposed to be a one and done, but yeah. I'm hoping that after, you know, depending on how good this movie is and how mm -hmm. well it's received, yeah, um, you know, if, if it blows up the way that you and I hope then maybe that will mean something for, you know, something something more for these characters going forward. And another thing, just knowing everything I know, um, now I'm just saying the only reason I know everything about this movie is, as much as I do is because of Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith really, really chopped it up on his podcast about mm -hmm. some of the guys who worked on Justice League and everything else. So, so he talked about the story arc, so I know everything that's going, going in this movie. I know everything, what, what's probably going to happen. But at the mm -hmm. same time... Because, you know, this may be his one and done, I'm sure there's going to be some kind of minor changes towards the end. So, right. I'm willing, I'm, it's going to be interesting to see what's really going to happen, knowing everything I know. And then we also heard about Jared Leto being in the movie. We we confirmed that Martian Manhunter is going to be in it. So, I mean, it's not right. been confirmed, confirmed. Zach just teased it. So, right. And, and I'm still betting, even though it hasn't been officially announced, I'm betting we're going to see a Green Lantern in this movie. I'm betting on it. It's, it's got to happen. Even, yeah, even some at least kind of a, reference. At least a cameo. Yeah. yeah. At least a cameo or like a post-credit. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. And the thing is, too, We know that the Green Lantern series is coming. Yeah. So and another thing, too, is you know how we've always talked about in the past, well, you can't cram too much in a movie. Well, this you can. It's four hours long. So the more right. I'm hearing stuff about this Sorry movie, about it's four hours long. There's plenty, there's going to be a plenty of wiggle room here. And I, I really can't wait to see. I mean, we're going to ride this movie hard. We got confirmation that the first episode is going to drop uh, Thursday, March 25th. So right. you bet your sweet ass we're going to have spoiler, live spoiler discussions. Not a watch party. We'll have live spoiler discussions. And I'm thinking about getting a whole ensemble of guests to talk about this movie with us. <laughs> That's the plan anyway. So, number one. Number one. No time to die. I was shattered when this movie got postponed last year. I really yeah. was. I want to see Daniel Craig go out the way he's got to go out. No time yeah. to die is my most yeah. anticipated movie. I'm a, I'm a James Bond fan. And Craig is my favorite Bond, and 
I really cannot wait to see how this is going to end and every all the previews. And not to mention, Rami Malik as the I villain. I was going to say. Oh, my yeah. God. Let's get it. <laughs> no Time to Die yeah. is coming in April. Will it stream? I doubt it. They're, they're really trying to keep this theatrical release. I, I, I really... Ugh. I, I just want this movie to succeed because with or without Craig, I want more Bond movies moving forward. I hate to see 007 die because of the pandemic. So, yes, this is a movie that everyone needs to support. The final Daniel Craig James Bond movie. And I feel like it's going to be, it's it's going to be, it's going to conclude one way or another. Right, right. Now, I, I'm, I'm unlike you in that I'm not a huge Bond fan. I don't dislike James Bond by any, by any means. But like, I can watch a Bond movie, but I'm not like like super excited. With this one, though, like everything that I've seen in the trailers and things that I've read about the story, like the plot and stuff like that, um, it's it does have me pretty hyped. Especially like when we talked about that on our on our podcast, we talked about that trailer that we saw, mm -hmm. that one scene where he's like riding the motorcycle up the <laughs> stair, and then he jumps th the building and lands on the top of the other building. Like I, I gotta see what leads up to that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just think that's going to be like, like an, a really exciting film overall. And like you said, Remy Malik's in it. You know, he's amazing actor, and to have him as the villain is going to be pretty sick. So, yeah, yeah, that, that's going to definitely. I know. Okay, we'll, we'll get to our big reveal here in a minute. Here, but I just want to say, I know this movie's going to be good. You know why? Because why? this is the fifth James Bond film with Daniel Craig. So let's let's talk odd numbers. The first movie, Casino Royale, possibly the best Bond movie of all time. Number the second one was Quantum of Solace. I know a lot of people disliked it. I liked it. Mm -hmm. It wasn't nowhere was okay. near as good. Yeah. Number Skyfall, number three was fantastic. Skyfall right. was fantastic. And then Spectre let me down a little bit, but I still enjoyed it. So right. now this is the fifth movie. Let's bring it back to that Casino Royale and Skyfall level of greatness. Yeah, plus, you know, like you said, it's his last one. You know they're gonna go big. You know what I mean? They're they're gonna Ended on a high note. <laughs> I'm just looking at the <laughs> chat right now. Shay Smithers says he's with me. Uh, uh, Brian says, uh, is No Time to Die getting an IMAX release? That'd be one. Yes, it is. Last I knew. Paul Taggett says, Michelle Yeoh was the best thing in Tomorrow Never Dies. Agreed. Correct Sp answer. Yes. <laughs> and Stride Productions, Adam says, uh, I feel like I'm over 007. Okay. Yeah. Give the, Adam, I say to you, if you haven't seen the, the Daniel Craig movies, give those a chance. I And I will say start with Casino Royale. I really feel like that breathed new life into Bond <clears throat> at the time it needed it most. Because I feel like there's two things that killed the James Bond for me. One was Pierce Brosnan. And two, Austin Powers. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the <laughs> Austin Powers movies. But let's say what it is. The Austin Powers movies exploited the James Bond films. Mm -hmm. And Daniel Craig brought the grittiness. What 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 Chris Nolan did for Batman, Daniel Craig did the same thing for James Bond. And it made it gritty. It made it it was more believable. It was more relatable, and it was more exciting. So um, again, I'm I can't, I gotta see how this ride ends. And like I said, I was shattered when the movie got postponed. It were it was like right there, and then and then 2020 happened in full swing. Right. So. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I guess this is my movie. I'm sorry that most of my movies were were really 2020 movies, but you know what? Let, let, but let's... that makes the anticipation that yes. much more intense. So yes, yeah, so I'm saying I've been waiting like more than a year. 
<laughs> okay, so we got 15 people here, so I feel like it's time to drop the news. Um, yeah. We have a special guest coming in February. And let me pause this music here. I'm really, really excited to uh, give this big reveal. Uh, big shout out to Mark. This was all Mark. I had nothing to do with this. Mark was all about to uh, put this together. So I'm happy to make this special announcement right here, right now on Nerd Cage Live. So for everybody right now in the chat, behold. Yes, <laughs> yes, Mark. <laughs> Will William Dorsey, aka Ill Will, the drummer of Body Count. Yep. <laughs> Let's get I it. Am February <laughs> Dude, I love Body Count, dude. This is like me too. <laughs> Me too, man. Like I've been a fan for, geez, how many how many years? I'm not even gonna say how many years because that'll just make me feel real old. But I've I've been a Body Count fan for a very long very long time, and you know I just like decided to 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 just take a stab and just ask ask him if he wanted to come on the show, and he you know he was more than down. So I, I was you know what I mean like. You know, I'm like, I'm pretty happy about that. So I'm really, really excited for, uh, to have Ill Will on the show. I got a lot of questions to ask him. Oh, I know so you do guys I. Will and so, so live so, yeah, Q&A, so everybody. Ill Will body count. Yes, Ice-T's body count. Hopefully this will lead to Ice-T following him soon. Yes, I've reached out to Ice-T and he hasn't responded to me. But um, I'm stoked we got Ill Will. Um, it's just, I definitely hear, I'm, I can't wait to ask Ill Will questions about ice tea and his movies and stuff i want to hear his perspective on how it's like to work with ice who is a living legend and i will say this man ill will is just as great as a drummer as beatmaster v was and the current lineup of body count is the best since the original lineup and like yeah. i said Ill, i cannot wait to chop it up with ill will i cannot believe he agreed to come on this show February right, right. 4th. This is my favorite. Yeah, this is my favorite lineup of Body Count, actually. And I am actually a really big fan of Ill Will. I really like his drumming. I like his style. Um, I love that. Um, I love that cover album that they that they uh, came out with those cover songs. I really like that. I really like that track. No Lives Matter mm -hmm. that they that they came out with recently. I yes. like I, that's my theme song. Like when I drive to work, I'm like listening to that like pretty much every day. So I am really, really excited. I want to ask him about, you know, since he, you know, uh, got into the band like the late 2000s, like what was that yep. process like? I want to you know, I want to know, like, what is it like to come into a band? band like that like that you know that's that's really big i have a ton of questions oh so. yeah so why like i yeah. said filling in the shoes of beatmaster v uh you know rest in peace beatmaster v um and they, like like i said like ever since 
ill will his comments in the lineup of body count body count's been on a roll with fantastic grammy nominated albums yep so like Absolutely. it was um manslaughter and then manslaughter we got um oh what was after manslaughter forgive me it was uh um 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 uh the one where it's got the 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 guy in the, in the white mask and then after that was that. um uh cannibal it was bloodlust okay bloodlust yeah so it was manslaughter bloodlust right. uh and then cannibal and then the, um and then their newest one that just came out so like they've been on a roll and it's been the same lineup the past four albums when the the first album was the original lineup the second album was the original lineup the third album you know two of the members passed away uh the fourth album was kind of a letdown um uh and then finally when ill will came into the um into the fold uh with manslaughter like it's just it was just yeah they held they hit a whole new stride and i'm very happy that and i'm really happy for uh ice t and i'm really happy for ernie c i i worship ernie c i've met him before like ernie c is one of my favorite one of the most underrated guitarists so yeah i really cannot wait to get into it with ill ill will and ask him a bunch of questions about the band and ice t and of course you know uh, you know our standard nerd questions that we always ask our, our <laughs> fellow musicians. So yes, I hope everybody is excited for Ill Will. Um, again, everybody in the chat, thank Mark. Mark was the one that put this together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, hey Brian, see ya. Thanks for coming in, man. Yeah, thanks, man. Yep, and look at that. Like, off the beaten podcast, he's like, Yeah, I love Ill Will. And Scotty's like, Dude. And then Big Check says, Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. <laughs> he loves that trans. I love that transition. I'm never getting rid of that transition, by the way. Yeah. Um, Fall One Gaming, he's like, uh, he's like, Yo, it's Lemonade, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm, like I said, color me excited. So, all right. So, it's nine o'clock, guys. Um, we can open up the floor for a little bit here and call the night. So, if you guys got anything, you know, this is your chance. Pop us some questions and whatnot. Um, man, what a great show we put together. I'm glad everyone came. I was like, thinking, oh, my God, we've been gone for so long. I was just wondering, like, oh, guys, are people going to show up? We've been gone for, like, three weeks. Yeah, we really appreciate you guys, like, coming to hang out with us. Like, this is our first show back. And so, you know, I know that we were pretty hyped, but we were definitely, like, worried that we were going to be the only people here. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Paul, Tackett, Paul Tackett says thank you, Mark. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for showing up. So. Oof, man. So, Mark, uh, I wanted to bring this up here since we're open up. We'll wait for these questions to come in if anyone's got questions. You sent me a link a couple of days ago. About mm -hmm. this this World War Two not World War Two movie, but a movie coming to Amazon Prime about a Japanese boxer. Oh, what was the name of that movie? Um, Master Piscina sent me that. Oh, Master Piscina sent just, it to you. Oh, yeah, he sent it to me, and then I was just like, I've got to see this movie. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean, like it just it, it the, the boxing in it, the fighting looks so authentic, and you know, it, it's just I wish I could remember the name of the movie now, like put me on the spot oh. but uh yeah yeah when, when wait, we... wait actually i might hold on, I, can, I can pull up on my phone real quick so okay. but yeah it's a movie that takes place during world war ii and it's about a um right. a japanese boxer and then now is this based on a true story or no i don't know i don't know it's coming on amazon yeah. prime in what march i forgot mm -hmm. when, when what the real estate is hold on i'm scrolling through 
What is it called? Do you, I'm, do I'm, getting, you I'm going, I'm going through my face. I'm literally going okay. through my Facebook right now. I know you sent it. I'll, I'll know when I see it here. Uh, Paul Tackett oh, says in full bloom. Boy, and it's no, but what's in that? full bloom. That's name. Oh, in full. Yeah, that's it. Oh, it's available now. Okay. Oh, we can watch it now. Yeah, cool. so it came out in December. Okay, so yeah, there's a movie out called In Full Bloom, and I guess Mike Tyson's raving about it too. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it's about it's it's about a Japanese boxer during World War II. I, it's on Amazon Prime right now. I definitely, I cool. definitely, definitely got to see this. I will definitely be watching that this weekend. So. Okay, so Paul Tackett says, "Old boy." No, that's not the name of it. It's In Full Bloom. Um, and that's a that's a Korean yeah that's a Korean movie right? Oh, okay, I didn't know. Fallen. Oh, have you never seen Old Boy? No. What? Oh, you, you, yeah. Get your, get your whole life together, like right now, and watch that. You have to see it. It's, it's. <laughs> I hate the ending. The ending is stupid, but mm. it's like it's, it's a pretty sick movie. You, you really need to watch it. All right, all right. Fallen Gaming says any insufficient anticipation for gaming movies in 2021, such as Uncharted or Resident Evil. Um, I don't really care about Uncharted, but Resident Evil, yes. So the Resident Evil reboot's coming in 2021, I think September? What an know. interesting year for Resident Evil. Resident Evil's got a game... Resident Evil 8, the game, comes out in August. You got Resident Evil TV series coming to Netflix. And then you got a brand new Resident Evil movie reboot. Like, all dropping at the same time. Hmm. And by the, by the way, um, this year marks the 25th anniversary of Resident Evil, the game. Oh, cool. So Resident Evil's making a huge, huge, huge uh, make noise this year. Shay Smithers, uh, earlier when we were talking about the Rami Malek and No Time to Die, it got me thinking he would be great as, wow, as Nightcrawler for the X-Men. Oh. That's <laughs> one that, like, like, you didn't know that you wanted that until somebody said. <laughs> now it's all I can see. Now it's like, oh, my God, he would be perfect. You know what we should do? perfect for that. We should, you know what we should do? Before we even get like an X Men announcement, we should just mm -hmm. recast the act. We should, we should do a whole like fan casting. Yes, we should do a <laughs> fan casting live episode. Bring on Dion and a few other people. Let's do a mm -hmm. fan cast episode of X Men. Like who we want for all the X Men going into uh, uh going you know, just, into the reboot. Yeah, it, yeah it's inevitable. It's gonna happen. That that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, me and my friends um, back in in Miami, where I, when I used to live there. We used to play this game where we would take the we would take the X Men title and we would recast it, but we would pick a year. So, like, let's say, what if the movie came out in 1977? Who would play Wolverine? Who would play Storm? And like, that's and we would make a like a whole game out of it. Oh yeah, so, <laughs> we, could we could definitely do that on this on the yeah. show live. It yeah. would have to be live. Yeah, it would have to be live. Um, let's see. Scribe Production says, have you seen Monster Hunter yet? No, I'm interested. Just because of Paul Anderson and Mila Jonovich, I like those two together. I like what they did with Resident Evil. I am definitely interested in, um, in the, the uh, Monster Hunter movie. Off the Beaten Podcast says, sorry guys, have you seen The Sound of Metal? No! I know what I've that is. I've been wanting to see that, yeah. That's the one about the deaf drummer, right? Right, right. Yeah, I want to see that. Yep. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I agree. Uh, fan casting would be awesome. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would definitely have to assemble a whole crew of uh, Nerdcage guests and just, yeah, go, that'd be fun. just go to war and just make our picks. And like, <laughs> like, no, it should be this guy. Like, 
Yeah. The most interesting. I already, I already know who I would would pick for some of them. I know too, but I think I think the most yeah. fun would be casting the new Wolverine. Would probably be the most fun in that. But man, Shay, yeah, the yeah, new Wolverine, like, new Professor X, new Storm for Shay me. Chase like, Smithers, I, dude, great. Rami Malek is Nightcrawler. What a good pick, wow. man. I, you, you, I don't think I could top that. I, mean, I think you know Chase I mean? Smithers, like, like, is. I have to give that dude credit for giving birth to this idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Props. Yeah, like now that now that that is in my head, I'm gonna be mad if anybody else gets <laughs> gets cast as Nightcrawler and be like, nah, wasn't Rami Malek. Uh, Mark, you got anything else, man? I don't. I don't, man. I'm just, uh, I'm just happy to be, you know, be back doing this, and you know, eager for these movies to come out. Um, you know, uh, trying to think of like other other movie news. So, um, I'm sure you heard about the Michael Keaton as Batman going forward rumors. Yep. Yeah, that's been right. Yeah, yeah John so, Campy has been really, you know, talking about that really hard, and there's like saying, is yeah, he the permanent and, Bat- no, he's not the permanent Batman, blah, blah blah. Right? Yeah, it's been completely debunked, and so. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I'm surprised. Or I mean, I mean, ever since the DC um, fandom, they've been pretty quiet about that. I'm surprised there hasn't been more and more information coming out about Keaton and whatnot. Well, I'm sure that they're trying to keep a lot of stuff under wraps mm-hmm. as it relates to Flashpoint. Because yeah. you know they probably don't want to get. And of course, a lot of the latest, you know, Ray Fisher b- being r- written out of. Um, uh, well, well, Flash. we don't necessarily know that he was even in, was going to be in Flashpoint to begin with. Like you know, like I'm sure that they because it went through multiple script changes, yeah. you know, and so I'm sure there is a script or two that has Cyborg in it, but maybe the the final version that they're going to be using maybe cyborg isn't in it at all and so you know we don't know one way or the other and that might be part of ray fisher's ire you know what i mean like it might be uh part of why he's kind of going ham because if you notice like he started attacking walter hamada but he's not saying anything like john campion and robert meyer burnett said this on their show like they were he's not even telling you what what Walter Hamada did and if it was me like I would you know what I mean if some if something egregious happened to me at whatever you know like my job now and it was something worthy of like lawsuits or something like that I would be saying what it is but he's not he's just like bashing Walter Hamada presumably for stuff that was out of his control at the time that that movie was being filmed. I mean, here's the thing. Here, here's how I honestly look at it. Again, I don't know what happened. I'm, 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 I'm definitely supporting Ray Fisher just because Momoa backed him up, and now Gal Gadot just recently backed him up too. But like, right. Here's, here's the thing. Josh Whedon can't find work anymore. Mission accomplished. Right. You, you got your wish that no right. one's gonna touch Josh Whedon anymore, at least not for a long time, anyway. Right. Walter Hermada, I don't know what he did, but I'm sure he was one that brought Whedon in. But like, what? I re- I just feel like, hey, you got your victory. Whedon's is pretty much not going to get work anymore. I right. Thought he, I thought right. he'd be good with that. And and right. not to mention Zack Snyder with the Snyder cut. Cyborg's going to get a lot more time in the movie in this version. I exactly. thought he'd be I thought he'd be happy with what's going on right now, especially the Snyder cut coming out. But now. With this whole, I'm done with DC, you know, because of Walter Hermato, who just signed a uh, contract extension. Right. 
it's just it's just a damn shame because I actually like Ray Fisher in the role and I'm really looking forward to seeing more Cyborg. And now mm. we're not gonna get that no more. It sucks. Um, I mean, I, you know, not to bash the guy, but I, I I honestly take him or leave him as an actor. Yeah. Like I I wasn't super impressed with him in, in Justice League. Yeah, I mean, but when we see I this made version, no bones about the fact that I didn't like the movie. Period. Yeah. But. But I do, I don't think that he really brought anything special to that character. He was just stoic, and you could really put anybody in that role. Yeah. And if they did decide to have a, a cyborg in there, I don't see a problem with recasting it. I think that you should. Yeah. You hey, know, shout out um, to uh, but, uh, Will uh, Wild uh, Brand Band in here. Will, thanks for coming in here, man. Thanks for dropping in. Awesome. Sorry, I'm sorry, Mark. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, 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 no. Like, <laughs> no. But all, all I'm saying is that, like, this is definitely the wrong move. Like, yeah. you know, like he, you wrong know, time. just decides yeah. to just randomly just start attacking people at Warner Brothers when your future there is questionable at best. You know, yeah. and now not only does that sour your relationship with the studio that. You know, you were you were, you were probably hoping to have a future with, but you're probably gonna have a hard time getting picked up yep. for any films going forward because producers yeah. are gonna be like, "Well, do I really want to work with this guy?" Yeah. You know, I know I wouldn't. You know, so. And uh, shout out to Paul Tack. He says, "I like the actor in Doom Patrol that played Cyborg." I honestly, yeah. God, I I, I like him a lot better. I, I I'm not saying the actor was bad. I just didn't like the look that he had in Doom sure. Patrol. And on top of that, I feel like Cyborg doesn't fit Doom Patrol. I wish they saved him for... I wish he was in Titans. Sure, sure. Oh, but speaking all of Doom aside, Patrol, Doom Patrol Season yeah. 3 start, started production 2. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. But but yeah, like, just to sort of, like, to, to, um, to respond, like, if you took that actor and just, like, took all the other stuff out of the equation and put him in a high-budget Cyborg movie where the costuming would be better and the overall overall look would be better. I think that that actor would do a much better job than Ray Fisher. Yeah. I think that he's a much better actor. He emotes, you know, um, you know, a, a much better. Um, he he's seems much more personable, like he's likable, yeah. uh, you know, on screen. He's got and the more so, the booyah, you know, more booyah yeah. in him, you know. Right. Now, so. Ray Fisher looks more like a football player, which like Vic Stone was yeah. before the accident. You know, he has more of that type of a physique. But that said, I mean, you can easily put the other guy like on a fitness plan and yeah. bulk him up and, you know, make him look that way. Okay. I'll tackle one more question in the chat, and I got one more question from Art before we call call the night. Uh, Fallen Game says Top Gun Maverick, thumbs up, thumbs down. Um, I'm saying thumbs up because the fact that Tom Cruise actually flew a plane, <clears throat> I, I'm curious. I'm just curious <laughs> to see. I'm not. I'm not like super anticipated, but I'm not like oh my god, th um, Top Gun. But yeah, yeah, I'm all. I'm interested to see how Top Gun turns out. Mark, what do you got? No interest whatsoever. I didn't. I didn't really. I'm not like one of those people that like was in love with the first movie. Like yeah. I, I was, you know. I think when I when it came out, I was like in high school. I was like maybe 17 or 18, and I, I saw it. And I, it's an impressive movie, I guess, but mm -hmm. it just didn't do it for me. I wasn't like a huge fan of it to begin with. Okay. So. And then finally, Mark, my last question here before we call the night. Um, your reaction to the Wandavision getting the PG rating? I don't care about ratings. Like, <laughs> I want a good story. Like, I, I don't care about ratings at all. Like, some of my favorite shows 
some of my favorite TV shows like The Mandalorian, for example, PG rating. Yeah. Some of my favorite movies, you know, PG rating. You know, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, like, you know, like it, none of that means anything to me. Like, it, as long as the story is compelling, it's well performed, um, has a great story arc, maybe leaves something open for like another installment. Those are the things that matter to me. Yeah. No, I get it. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I'm just like whatever about it because I'm not personally. I'm not really excited about Wandavision personally. Um, mm -hmm. I really don't care. I mean, I'm just gonna let. Yeah. It's gonna be one of those things where I'm gonna have Mark watch and he can tell me all about it. <laughs> so, all right, guys. So we're gonna call it a night here. Thanks for everyone for coming in. Um, just friendly reminder here. Next week is the Wonder Woman 84 watch party. Next week, eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Dion McGill of Off the Beaten Podcast will be joining us as well as Matthew Farden, the voice of Nerd Cage. So we're really just gonna go at it one last time before this movie, you know, leaves HBO Max for however long it's leaving. So really, really hope to if you have the time to watch the movie with us and hang out with us and we'll talk everything Wonder Woman for what you like, what you don't like, everything. It'll be a watch along. It'll be it'll be a hell of fun. We had a lot of fun with a watch along party last month. We're looking forward to this one with many more to follow this year for real. Yep, absolutely. Uh, and Mark, anything you got got before we uh, call it a night? Nope, just want to thank everyone again for showing up and, and uh, you know, supporting us on this channel. And, you know, we've got now as, at the time of, of this show, we've got about 253 subscribers. Yes! Which means a ton for us. That That is a huge number for us. I know that's not big in the grand scheme of things, but for us, it really matters. Let's Every get the 300, baby. sub matters to us. So we really appreciate it. Yes, help us get the 300 because, man, I would love to see all the... Uh, the Sparta memes and stuff when the, <laughs> when we hit 300 subs. So, yeah, absolutely. All right. But, yeah. So, yeah, we have great shows ahead of you. So, we got uh, One Woman 84 Watch Party next week. The following week, we have um, a Mr. Uh, Todd Annabelli, who is a rock photographer. I cannot wait to hear some of the stories he's got to share with us. And, of course, Adam, if you're still here, Adam from Scribe Productions is coming here uh, on the 28th. And we're going to do a rate of the first Rage of the Cage of 2021. We're very much looking forward to that. We're going to be debating what movie should get a sequel. I still haven't even decided 100% on mine. We're still kind of debating what movie. I, I know what I'm picking. Okay, yeah, know. I'm still so, thinking mine yeah. over. Uh, so we're really looking forward to getting to that debate and having Adam on here for the first time. Uh, I'm a fan of his content, and I love Me his too. energy and how he how he gets how he gets with his opinions. It's going to be hilarious to get him on here. <laughs> so, uh, and and it's been a real pleasure getting to know Adam too. We've been talking outside of you know, we've been talking outside of the fandom too. So, yep, Adam's still here. Yeah, so Adam will be here on the 28th, and then of course on the 4th, as you know already, ill will of body count drummer of body count is going to be here on february 4th live so please have your questions ready for ill will we're very much looking forward to having a body count themed nerd cage live it's going to be it's going to be fantastical and it's going to be full of metal man i'm oh i'm ready for it so yeah yeah i was going to say like, like everybody we have a great 2021 ahead of you so, so, so get hyped that is right. Get hype. Get hype. So, anyway, thanks for coming. Every thanks for everybody for coming on tonight. Um, just real shit to say my goodbyes. So, again, shout out to Paul, Fallen One Gaming, uh, Will from Wild Brand, uh, Band, 
Paul Tackett, Shay Smithers, Elena Jett, Adam from Scribe Productions. Thank you all. This was a real, real treat to hang out and talk about the, you know, 2021. And we hope everybody's safe. Everyone's, you know, we really hope 2021 is going to be the better year. And you guys going to, I know you guys are going to make it a great year for us. I'm really, very, very much looking forward to that. So before we go, we ask you to pretty please like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell, and spread this shit like syllabus. So to USA, from Louisville to Syracuse, and all of our friends and fans around the world at Nerd Cage Live, enjoy life, stay safe, and good night. Sayonara. here from Scribe Productions, creator of Godzilla Apex, and on January 28th, I'm gonna collapse the cage on Jay and Mark, so be there. Bring it, Adam. We'll be ready. out of the nerd cage, are ya? Well, before you go, hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell. Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, tell everyone you know about Nerd Cage Live! <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody. It was a blast. 2021 is going to bring good things. And we're, we're looking forward to, you know, rest of the year. we got a lot of stuff lined up for you guys. So thanks again, everybody. Happy New Year. <laughs>